Hey, what's up? Hello. Welcome to Sounds Fake But Okay, a podcast where an airways girl, I'm Sarah, that's me. And a demi-straight girl, that's me, Kayla. And me, Emily, Sarah's sister. <laughs> talk, talk about all things to do with love, relationships, sexuality, and pretty much anything else that we just don't understand. On today's episode, being a femme lesbian. Sounds fake, but okay. Welcome back to the pod. Sorry about all the noise. Uh, I'm currently recording this outside in the middle of San Diego because I'm at Comic-Con and there's nowhere quiet, so I'm sorry. But I had to re-record this intro because uh, the file got corrupted, which is fun. Um, But yeah, just a quick rundown. We're here with my sister Emily. She identifies as a gay woman. Don't remember exactly what else we talked about, but I think we talked about how she does not like the word lesbian. Uh, So you're going to be dropped right in there. Get ready for some talk about the word lesbian and the word nuptials. So uh, three, two, one, you're in. I knew that you preferred the word gay, but I didn't know it was because you thought the word lesbian. It's like moist lesbian. Like, it sounds like like nuptials. What? Lesbian nuptials. The word. Some moist Lesbian nuptials. A, a, a gay wedding in the rain is awesome. But gay is just way more to the point, and there's no weird vowel sounds. So <laughs> great. <laughs> okay. Um, Emily is on the pod today to talk about things. Good description. Yeah, you guys were at the gym, and you text me, and you're like, "My sister wants to be on the podcast," and I was like, "Okay, <laughs> sounds yep. good." Yep. Um, but you wanted to, yeah. Ask so to first. start off. Just to stay, like, on brand as an ace podcast for, like, a second, I wanted to ask you about when Sarah came out. She didn't really... She didn't. ...come out. But, like, what your reaction was and what you thought. Oh, I wasn't surprised. <laughs> I just kind of figured. Like, I was like, okay, whatever. Like, well, it doesn't matter. I just kind of figured. Although, when you put that, like, frame thing on your, like, your Facebook picture when you were yeah. in Germany, I, like, looked at it and I was like, oh, okay, Cool. And then I texted my mom, and I was like, hey, did you look at Sarah's <laughs> profile picture? And mom's like, I saw there are some nice colors. And I was like, oh, no, mom. <laughs> no, no, no. I was like, do you know what they mean? She goes, I don't know, maybe something German. <laughs> oh, Julie, sweet then, Julie. And I explained it to her, and she was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> oh, my God. What a precious woman. Incredible. Well, because you never actually came out to me either. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, what a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> so goes it. I had actually, like, talked to my friends about that, like, you being ace. Like, oh, that's fun. In the prior year. And they are like, that's yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. Did you, were you surprised when you found out? I wasn't surprised, but I don't. It wasn't something you'd previously thought of. No. Yeah. But I, you told me, and I was like. Well, I didn't tell you anything. Well, I found, like, read your Tumblr. <laughs> talked about this like, last episode. Yeah, I was oh, like... Oh, I haven't stalked your Tumblr in a while. I don't use it that much anymore. <sighs> See, that's what I used to do when you were in high school. I used to stalk your Tumblr. <laughs> I, I was telling her, in our freshman year, I stalked her Tumblr before we even followed each other. Because she would, like, post about, like, how she was feeling and stuff and how she was mm-hmm. doing. And I knew it wasn't stuff she would tell me. Right, that's so why I, I used to... Yeah, yeah. That's wow. why I used to read it in high school, but I forget, I don't even know what the URL is It's changed anymore. since then, anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but I used um, to do the same thing. <laughs> and that's how I found found out she was yeah. ace. Well, no. Then we did follow each other, but, like, that's yeah. how I found well, out. Well, because I, I still use Tumblr, but I don't put, like, personal things on it anymore, yeah. so. Well, because you had a One Direction blog for a long time, and I had to sift through all that. Oh. <laughs> that's why you just would do 
slash tag slash personal. Yeah. That was like a URL that my computer knew at the time. <laughs> Incredible. It just knew. I was afraid you would like, no, for some reason. I was like, she's no. going to hate me. Mm-mm. It was fine. I was just taking care of my local Sarah <laughs> for Julie. Incredible. It's fine. Um, oh, yeah. And I forgot there was one time. I don't remember how old I was. I think maybe you were a senior in high school and I was still in college. Mm-hmm. Or it was your freshman year of college. Mm-hmm. And mom got into something about like all these like strange acronyms and like colors of flags and things and you were like do you know that being asexual is a thing and then you went and i I don't remember that at all in the family room and i was like oh okay (laughs) oh man if it was my senior year did you know before she knew then like when did you start suspecting Oh, when you were in high school, probably. Because I, in, when I was in okay, high school. Okay, then you must have been in college. Yeah, you must have been in college. I, yeah, I don't, you, I don't remember like, at all. came out the summer after our freshman year. Mm-hmm. And then I, again, quote unquote, came out the summer after that to the general world. Yeah. Um, that's all I have to say on that topic. Yep. All right, cool. Um, so now we're gonna, we're gonna move on into the actual topic of this episode. Listen, I just thought it would be a fun thing to talk about. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's fine. I just think it's interesting. It is. It's a wild time. Um, but Emily, tell us what you wanted to talk about. So my long-winded title (laughs) of what I wanted to talk about is Girls Who Like Girls Who Look Like Girls, Not Boys. Yes. Probably not very PC. But just... (laughs) There. Gay women who present more femininely. Rather than, like, more, quote-unquote, butch, mask. Yeah. Butch. Yeah. Because I feel like that's the stereotype, is, like, yeah. if you're a lesbian or a gay woman, mm-hmm. as you would prefer. Yeah. Then people expect you to, like, maybe wear, like, men's clothes or, like, act like a man. Act like a man or, like, just have more masculine qualities. Because mm-hmm. I, I remember when you were a freshman in college, you got a pixie cut. Which is, like, a very, like... Gay thing to do. Quote-unquote gay thing to do. Yeah. And there were multiple reasons for that. When I did that, I had never intended on changing anything that I was wearing. Because I feel like some people, like, either get their hair cut and then change what they're wearing, or they change Mm -hmm. what they're wearing and then they get their hair cut. Mm -hmm. And I just... My hair was destroyed from all the years of dance and hairspray and straightening and curling and putting it up and twisting it. And I was like, well, I'm in college now. Let's just... Chop it. Chop it all off. And the, the like, stereotypical lesbian pixie yeah. was also a side quality. And I did like having short hair, but then I think it almost confused people more. How? Because, like, I don't know, because I would dress, like, the way I dress now, like, normally. I guess I guess the people that are listening. Yeah, they don't they, describe are, how you dress. To, oh, to I listeners. love a good solid color. Um, <laughs> I don't know, just like skinny jeans and like shirts and sweaters. Yeah, I wouldn't say you. From what I can tell, you dress overly masculine or feminine. It's just kind of like here's my clothes. Yeah, I like the H and M basics section. Yeah, she's very um, into H and M. She's, yeah. she's a big fan Anything of that. Anything non-patterned from H&M, I probably own. Yeah. Also, for those of you who aren't American, non-American H&M isn't the same as American H&M. I actually prefer German H&M to American H&M. because Isn't it cheaper? Uh, not necessarily, mm-hmm. but I think German H&M leans a little more towards the more like Forever 21 style. Oh, okay. Whereas 
American H&M. When I think of American H&M, I sort of just think business casual. It's like old baby. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, better. Yeah. 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 Um, But, yeah, like, I would say in terms of, like, how you dress and how you present yourself, if there's, you know, a spectrum between butch and femme, you're somewhere in the middle. Like, you're not leaning very hard either way. I would say I probably dress more quote-unquote, like, mask or yeah. bush than she does. Yeah. Well, yeah, because we've had conversations, like, out of our friend group of girls who we were like, oh, who's the most masculine? And we were like, Sarah. Yeah. And that's not because you're very masculine, but I think, like, out of all of us, you dress more yeah. masculine. But then, like, yesterday, I wore a dress, which, yeah. like, you know, like... So it's like, you know. But yeah. I think that's funny, though, because even if you dress, I guess, more masculine than I do, you put, like, way more effort into your appearance than I do. Yeah. Like... Like, when you wore, like, a suit to the wedding, like, that was, like, masculine. But you yeah. had, like, your hair done, and you're, like, way better at makeup than I am. And, like... People <laughs> often think that you're a lesbian, though, Sarah, just some of the way... Oh, yeah. A lot of people do think that I'm a lesbian. I've had people ask me that. Yeah. 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 I've funny. I've had people think I was a lesbian also. Especially when you wear your Monsters University hat. It's a great hat, and I can't find it. Really? I can't find it. It's like, a gay hat? No, it's from the movie, like, like Monsters University. No, I know. Like, but, like, why is that? I think it's just because it's, like, torn up kind of on the sides, and then when you wear it with your hair down, it's, like... That's really weirdly specific. Um, yeah, I've, I've definitely had people think I was gay just by looking at me. Do you have people think you're gay just by, like, how you present yourself? No. Yeah, see, that's interesting. Hmm. And my hair... I, I guess I forget you people can't see me. My hair's long now, so it's yeah. not, like... Yeah, you don't have the stereotypical, like, gay look but also like so like the youtuber ingrid nelson she gay? um she's gay yeah, that's exciting um and i remember when she came out as gay i was like shocked because like i did not see it coming at all mm-hmm. um because she'd like openly had boyfriends at first i was like well is she bi and then she's mm-hmm. like no like she was she's gay yeah. um and like she's talked a lot about how she's her, the way she dresses is very femme. Like, she she literally has, like, a beauty YouTube. Like, yeah. she's a beauty YouTuber. Yeah. Um, and she is a lot... She's a very femme dresser, and she's kind of talked about, like, how there's, like, this weird expectation that she look more butch. Mm-hmm. But she she doesn't. She doesn't yeah. want to. Um, Would you say when you, like, people find out that you're gay, are they surprised based on how you look? Or is it, like, by the time they find out you're gay, they, like, know you well enough? Um, if I don't know them well, yeah, sometimes it throws people off, but I usually don't. Well, it's not like you're going up to someone like, hi, I'm gay. Yeah, well, and this could probably be a whole other podcast, but, like, I know there's a lot of people who, like, they're, like, LGBTQ A plus 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 identity is, like, very central to who they are. Mm-hmm. And they talk about it a lot. For mm-hmm. me, it's not. It's just kind of there. And I go yeah. about the rest of my life as it is. So, mm-hmm. like, I don't normally bring it up in conversation, especially with people I don't know. Yeah. Cause I, not because I don't want to, just because it doesn't feel relevant. So, yeah. I guess by the time that I, like, get to the point where I, like, say that to someone, like, I've probably talked to them enough that they're like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's yeah. not. Seems, seems legit. <laughs> yeah. Um... Do you ever feel, like, pressure as a gay woman to, like, present yourself a certain way? Or are you just like, eh, whatever? Not anymore, no. I mean, when I was younger, I was, like, very confused. Like, the whole, like, I don't understand what this is, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And then the only, like, um, like, 
thankfully, like, when I, like, danced growing up, our dance studio was affectionately nicknamed Tina Marie School of Dykes. Um, Which I didn't know until I was in college. <laughs> I did not know that. So there were a lot of lesbians. and But the models that I saw were more, like, I guess, like, masculine-looking. So that was kind of, like, my expectation. And, like, I didn't know, like... I don't know. And then the other part of me is like, okay, if you dress like the way I feel comfortable dressing, like no one will ever look at you and be like, oh, you're a lesbian, which is sometimes good. But if you're trying to meet someone to date someone, that's not helpful because there's no way of like, there's no like gang symbol you can flash or something. (laughs) Like if you see a woman wearing like men's pants and a button down shirt and like nice shoes with short hair, you'd be like, oh, she's probably gay. But Mm -hmm. if you look at me, you're like... That's a human. That's a human. We were talking about that with Nathan. Nathan. Yeah, so a couple couple episodes ago, it hasn't aired yet, so it's not like you really listened to the pod consistently anyway. But, but, oh. (laughs) Well, when you talk about sex, I don't want to listen to my sister talking about it. We don't actually talk about sex that often on the podcast. Also, Um, it's not like Sarah's having sex, so it's like. I know, but it still makes me very uncomfortable. I I mean, that's valid. I don't want to talk to my sister about sex either, so like. Um, But yeah, so we were talking to Nathan about. About, uh, so, yeah, so he is straight, but people often think he's queer. And so he was talking about how that's hard for him because he'll go to, like, flirt with a girl or ask her out. And he's like, they don't even view me as, like, a dateable being because they just, like, assume that I'm gay. And so it kind of, like, sets him off, like, from the beginning. Like, he doesn't really have a chance with people. Well, here's a situation that was kind of upsetting to me at the time but it was pretty ironic the one time i went to a pride event the only one that flirted with me was a guy that's sad <laughs> that is interesting um and i was like he was really laying it on thick and i was like nope mm-hmm. no i'm good and at the time i was like come on like I- <laughs> that is kind of funny though yeah that's funny. also like who i don't know what it just seems I guess it's a bad thing to say because, like, bi people exist. But, like, yeah. going to a pride and flirting with the opposite sex seems, like, counterintuitive to me. Yeah. But that's also, like, not PC of me to say. I don't know. No, like, that I, doesn't make I sense. I understand what you're saying, though. Because, like, if you go to a pride event, you know, you're going to assume that It's just not what I would expect, there, I yeah. guess, to happen at a pride yeah. event. Obviously, I mean, it's going to. But. If I were someone who were looking to flirt with people and I went to a Pride event, I feel like my first instinct wouldn't be like, ah, I'm going to go flirt with the guy. Because, like, it's a it's Pride, a pride event. event. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, like, I don't know. I wasn't going looking to flirt with anyone. I was just there. And I don't know. I feel like there were a lot of assumptions that were made that would you would not expect to be made mm-hmm. at a Pride event. Yeah. How do you how do you feel about Pride? Because you've, you've been to Pride. I've been... Then one time. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it's really great for the people that like it. Um, I don't particularly enjoy things with lots of people that are very crowded. Um, yeah. Valid. So, for me. <laughs> also, the one time I went, it was literally 110 degrees that day. Absolutely and not. <laughs> and I thought I was going to die. Um, there. Uh, so, that may have tainted my view. Like, I would like to, I don't know, sometime in my life go to, like, San Francisco Pride or something, but Mm -hmm. I don't tolerate large crowds of people well, so. Yeah. Yeah. And there's also the whole, like, argument about, like, the commercialization of Pride and, like, I don't know. I have mixed feelings about that, so. Yeah. 
we talked about that a little before. Last it was the last episode. Was it? Last one we recorded at least. Sweet. Wild. <laughs> um would you say so I feel like in at least like gay men relationships, a lot of people are like, Oh, who's the girl in the relationship and who's the guy? Is that something that you also hear as a gay woman? I've only been asked that one time. But I guess the people that I've dated dressed very similar to me and we like looked like the types of things we would wear would be similar and like the person that asked me that I think genuinely had no clue like how to approach the situation I just like <laughs> asked um I know other people get that sometimes but I think at least like this day and age or at least now people are more hesitant to ask women things like that yeah <laughs> ideally um yeah so then the people you've dated have also been people that aren't overly butch. At the time, yes. I was about to say, at the time. <laughs> at the, yeah, time, at the time they were dating. Yes. Yeah. Now, my first girlfriend is very butchy now, but I expected that, and I figured that would happen eventually. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, because she had super long hair yeah, she when really... you were dating, and then she chopped it, and now she Yeah, but I always kind of expected her to do that, and, like, when we were dating, we were in high school for a good portion of it, and so, like... She went to a pretty, she lived in a pretty conservative town and went to a pretty small high school. Yeah. So it wasn't until she it's got kind of hard to just like go full butch. Yeah. When, it wasn't yeah. until she got to college that she did that. Yeah. I think she's much happier now for it. Yeah. That's good. Do you feel like if you dressed more, I guess, quote unquote, femme or more butch, that would change your perception of yourself or would you just feel like uncomfortable dressing that way? I would feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I pick out the clothes that I have because I like them and that's what I want to wear. And so if I push myself too far and like super girly, I would feel uncomfortable all the time, at least. I know there's times mm-hmm. where like I like to dress up and put on makeup and like yeah, wear a dress and look cute. Yeah. There's never a time where I'm like, I want to put on very masculine clothes and doing that has never made me be like, yeah, I feel more like myself. Yeah. Has there been... I mean, I guess I feel like, in my mind, your sense of style hasn't changed too much over the course of your life. Like, has there been any time where it's like, okay, I feel more comfortable now dressing as I do? Or has it always just been pretty consistently like, yeah, this is what I want to wear, so this is what I'm wearing? I mean, there's always, like, the whole, like, middle school, high school, trying to fit in, blah, 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 blah. Other than that, nothing significant I just wear what I want to wear however I do recall one time where I think I was like 10 I was really sick of wearing jean shorts Mm -hmm. that did not allow me to be very flexible or Mm -hmm. mobile so I convinced mom to buy me a pair of boy shorts Mm -hmm. from the boy side of Old Navy and Mm -hmm. I loved them because they had so much more movement (laughs) and they they probably had great pockets they did they had great pockets yeah I wore them to Spring Hill and that's a, it's a, a summer camp. That's a Christian summer it's a Christian camp context. <laughs> um, Yikes. And I wore them with my sparkly limited two t-shirts. Exciting. And I loved them. <laughs> wow. That um, sounds like a look. I mean, something... I, I have pictures. It's not great. <laughs> <laughs> something I feel like I've learned as I've gotten older and I guess more comfortable is like, listen, ain't nothing stopping you from shopping in the men's section. You have the been, men's section you have is been very excited about the men's section recently. Oh, yeah. It's Your wonderful. one shirt that you never shut up about. What shirt? Like Hawaiian shirt. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure this has come up on the podcast before because at least once a month, Sarah will text yeah. me or come up to me and Yo, say, I would have such a great style if I was a man. Yeah. Like she, 
I think that is the one thing about herself that she believes the most. Because uh-huh. I never <laughs> stop hearing about it. Because, like, here's the deal. I think we've talked about this before. I'm, I'm just sure going to tell you again. we have. Because, listen, I feel like if I were a guy, okay, just, like, genetically, if I were a guy, I think I wouldn't have as, as large of legs. I think you probably would, but since you were a guy, it would be okay. Yeah, but, like, no. I don't think I would. Like, <laughs> if, if you look at, like... Because we got our, dad, our mom's Our dad legs. has chicken legs. Oh, that's true. You've told me that before. Yeah. So, like, I feel like if I were a guy, I might have gotten my dad's chicken legs. And so it would have made the whole pants thing a lot easier. And also just, like, as a female human, my style's, like, a little all over the place. But, yeah. like, if I were a guy, I know exactly what kind of style I would want. So sometimes I wear that, but often I can't because I have large thighs. <laughs> Your life is so hard. I know. <laughs> Thanks, um, mom. Thanks, mom. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I mean, as a straight human, have you ever had anyone suspect that you were anything but straight? Not that I have been told. Okay, I don't think. Because based off of the way, if if we're talking about like stereotypes, like with the way people dress and first impressions, I would say I don't know why anyone would assume that about you yeah i feel like i dress not like overly feminine but pretty femininely yeah like you're not like the kind of person that's wearing skirts every day but no but like in general i feel like just like the patterns of my clothes and the cuts and everything are pretty feminine yeah because i've been pegged as gay multiple times yeah by a multitude of different people yep um not by not just by straight people but like also but by by other other gay gay people. people yeah yeah um, which is interesting. Yeah, because you think they would, I don't know, you would think they would have a better, like, gaydar, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Apparently, I just give off very gay vibes. I don't know. I mean, I I see it. I just, like, I couldn't tell you why, but I see it. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. I just kind of find it funny, because you've always been, like, way more, well, after age, like, 14, you've always been way more, like, fashion forward than me, and yeah. always, like, very, like, with it as far yeah. as having fashionable clothes, so even if you're dressing, like, in a more masculine way, it's still, like, very, like, on brand. I'm up on with trend. the trend. Like, it's very, like, and so I always, like, think of, like, oh, if you're dressing, this is another stereotype, if you're dressing in a more fashionable way, then you must be straight. That's yeah. Not- it's not I am not at all fashionable. Nor <laughs> am I straight. So, <laughs> you know. What are you going to do? Um, also, I feel like androgynous styles are, like, in now. They also and so are. that probably sort is making it more confusing out there to tell people's sexualities yeah. by what they're flannels wearing. Flannels have become a large issue. Um, yeah, because yeah. flannels aren't a gay thing anymore. No. Yeah. I can't believe the straights have taken your flannels. <laughs> You're wearing flannel pants, but those are fine. These are pants. Everyone has flannels. These, <laughs> these are also men's pants. Yeah. So. They have yeah. a little dick button. Oh, I hate those. <laughs> Don't ever say that again. <laughs> dick button. You have matching pants. You we do. We have, have a dick yeah, button. Yeah, we got them. We bought time. them together because um, we're in love. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> We've known each other for like two days. Um, and we were in love. Okay. Um, what was I going to say? You made me forget. Yeah, the whole androgynous thing. Like, mm-hmm. that is definitely like, okay, back when I was in high school, I feel like. You could, like, at least I spent a lot of my time online watching people online, and they're Mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, I like flannels, and blah, 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 and I wear 
high-top Converse that are pretty dirty with some slightly baggy jeans, and I am a homosexual. Oh, and a snapback. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> yep. But this now, makes me think of, like, Hannah Hart. I feel like that's still how yeah. she dresses. She does, yeah. yeah. But, she's, but I feel like she's, like, her style has evolved. Her style, she's definitely come into her own style. Yeah. And like, her girlfriend is a lot, She's she dresses Ella. more, yeah. And she dresses a lot more by her girlfriend. Yeah, is she? I think so. She is. It's exciting. She's on BuzzFeed. Yeah, she's yeah. Um, <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. I mean, also, I think because androgynous is sort of in, is that it makes it easier for me to acquire clothing. Yeah. That you want? I want. But yeah, I've definitely, it's just interesting that, like, as an ace person, people think I'm gay. Well, as an ace person, do you feel pressure to dress or present in a certain way? No. Because that, I think that's I think that's the interesting thing though is that a lot of times people assume for women especially that women dress to impress men or whoever they're attracted to, but especially men, but, but particularly men. Yeah. And so you know if they're gonna wear revealing clothes, it's for men, and if they're gonna mm-hmm. wear makeup, it's for men. Which first of all is not true. Right. But like second of all, I am not dress I mean as most people are but like I'm not dressing for anyone because I'm not trying to attract anyone yeah so it's like I I don't feel pressure to dress in you know in more scantily clad clothing or in a more butch way because yeah you know I there I feel like there is no pressure like that in the ace community I almost feel like if anything there's pressure not pressure but like there's this kind of confusion that, like, you care what you look like and you're yeah. ace. Yeah, I feel like stereotypically ace people are kind of like, I'm going to wear sweats yeah. and, like, not do anything with my hair. And I feel like, I don't know if I've ever heard this or it's just something that I wouldn't be surprised if I ever heard. Mm-hmm. It would be like, oh, why are you dressed in, like, such a tight outfit or whatever? Yeah. Like, you must not be ace if you're dressing this way. Yeah, because... I've never heard that, but I can imagine that yeah. that's been said. Yeah. Yeah. But... I was thinking when we... After we went to the gym, we went to McDonald's to buy iced tea, not chicken nuggets. And <laughs> not chicken nuggets. And we Thank walked, you for that clarification. And we walked there because it would have taken been too confusing to drive the car over there. And it was we, next door. Yeah, but we would have had to turn left. It, it was, was a whole problem. So, so it was easier to walk. <laughs> so we walked. And you were like, you're wearing those like Nike I'm wearing, like, shorts. Spandex and shorts. I initially was like, oh my gosh, you can't go into a public space like that. That was my little like mom voice going off in my head. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, you know what? It really doesn't matter. Like, like <laughs> if these were like, I don't know, two feet longer, they'd be leggings. They'd so. be leggings. So <laughs> they'd also look funny. <laughs> they'd look like um, the biking shorts that men I said bikers two wear. Feet. Yeah. Oh, two feet. No, okay, I'm thinking if it was, like, one foot longer, they'd look like those weird biking shorts. They make them them like that. My mother once accidentally purchased me a pair, and I got all excited, and I threw them in my dance bag, and then I put them on at dance, and and I looked like I was going to participate in a triathlon. Yeah, I hate that. (laughs) (laughs) No! I was gonna say. Luckily, I kept the tags, and we returned them. They were not good. Um, (laughs) anyway, (laughs) these were actually yours. These used to be yours. I don't remember having blue ones. Yeah, you did. Anyway, this is totally irrelevant. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like there's kind of... Kayla keeps doing weird things with her donut pillow. Yeah, we're here. <laughs> like, I remember... I have, like, a very specific memory. of I, I was probably a junior in high school, so I was, like, 15, 16. And um, 
I was wearing these shorts, and they were pretty short shorts, and you, like, jokingly referred to them as easy access shorts, and that made me so mad. I got very mad at that, because I was like, no, I'm just wearing them because I like them. At the time, I didn't know I was ace, but, like, you know. Sorry about that. I probably wouldn't say that now, but. Yeah, I figured you probably wouldn't do it now. 18-year-old me thought it was a good idea. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, like, there's, I think... I think having ace people, like, ace people being like, yeah, I don't dress for anyone because mm-hmm. I'm ace. Why? Like, I think that's that's good in helping people understand, but I think it's important that that's also transferred on to everyone, everyone else. Yeah. Not, that, not that that just applies to ace people. Yeah. Um, but I also don't think it's incredibly shameful to dress for other people sometimes. No, like, I, just, I don't think that's a bad thing. Yeah, I, just I just think, think you think shouldn't assume that. You shouldn't assume that. And I think it can be a little harmful to your own self if you do that 24-7. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say I do it 24-7, but there's definitely times where I'm like, I want to look good because maybe I, like, have a crush on someone I'm in class with. Or I'm, like, going out and I'm like, I want to look good because, like... Yeah, I mean, like, I'll do the same thing where it's like, oh, I'm going to be seeing people today. I I want to put makeup on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But that's, I think that's more so for myself feeling good about myself. Oh, yeah. Often I put on makeup and I know that, like, it'll rub off. Like, I'll put on, like, something that I know will rub off. Mm -hmm. But it, like, makes me feel better because I, like, forget that it rubs off. And, like, in my mind, I'm like, I look better. And it's just, like, totally for me because I know it'll go away. Or, like, Mm -hmm. not matter to anyone else or people won't even notice it. But I'm just like, yes, good. Well, because, Emily, you don't wear makeup regularly so when you do wear makeup why do you decide to because the bags under my eyes are too black that's been a thing i've done recently yeah that's relatable nothing else except (laughs) (laughs) because apparently when you graduate from college your eye bags become 50 shades darker Um, interesting that's exciting to learn mine are so dark already i can't can't wait anyway yeah (laughs) um no but i've more makeup recently just because partially I think because I've had more like things that I want to like look nice for like a multitude of bar crawls and like (laughs) (laughs) um Emily actually borrowed my jacket recently but see that was a time where I put on makeup I curled my hair at work don't do that um (laughs) like I was like feeling so great about myself and I was like not out there trying to attract anyone but I just like put on makeup and I felt feeling myself I felt super good um, yeah, and, like, last weekend I went to Chicago with my friends, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna put on makeup, because, like, I wanna look cute, because we're going to the city, so, like. Gotta look cute for the city. Yeah, also just if I'm, like, overly too tired, and if I'm overly too tired and don't have time, it's not happening, but. Yeah. Yeah. And when I say put on makeup, I mean, like, concealer and mascara and sometimes highlighter. Oh, wow. You go for the highlight. <laughs> well, because I, I put it right here because it helps with my mm, 50 yeah. Shades Darker bag. That's new and exciting. <laughs> yeah, she's talking about the inner corners of your eyes because this is uh, oh, you audio only. <laughs> um, <laughs> I often have to explain what Kayla's doing. Um, it's not my fault. I'm an exciting person. Okay. I'm like, sorry. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that there's definitely an expectation that based off of what your sexuality is. You should you're going just, to dress like, a certain look way. And even act a and certain act way. act a certain way. Yeah. Do you feel pressure to, like, act a certain way as, as a gay human? A human, one might say? No, but I think... Oh, this was the other thing I was going to have in my head to talk about. So, like, obviously there's challenges in being a woman and presenting more masculine. Like, that creates a 
whole other set of challenges. But mm-hmm. one benefit of that is if you are a lesbian and you dress more masculinely, you generally don't have to come out to people. Yeah. They can mm-hmm. just figure it out. Mm-hmm. On the flip side, dressing like more towards the middle or more feminine, like you have to come out all the time. Yeah. No mm-hmm. one can ever guess or ever figure it out. Like I know when I um like first started college and like meeting new people, I was very nervous about that because I wasn't out in high school, at least the people that I went to school with. Um, so I never had to worry about it, but then being in like a whole new environment and realizing that I was going to have to do that over and over and over and over again was kind of scary. Well, also cause you said it's like not a huge part of your yeah. life. So it's kind of like, I feel like people expect it to be a yeah. big part of your life. And so they mm-hmm. would expect to like know right away or be told or you to be yeah. like more excited about it, I guess. And yeah. so, yeah, I feel like it might be weird to people that it's not a big deal to you. Well, and that's like another I guess, at least, like, living in a liberal college town, people talk about it all the time. And I know one of my friends in undergrad, he, like, came out during our freshman year, and then being gay became, like, everything to him. Mm -hmm. It was, like, his whole life. And, like, we talked a lot during his process of, like, coming out and, like, all that stuff, and I was glad to, like, be there for him. But as soon as he was, like, out, he was, like, waving the sequins and the rainbow flags and, mm-hmm. like, doing the whole thing, and I was just, like, not that person, and I think he was confused about that. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah. I, I think that's just a thing, like, with everyone where it's, like, regardless of whether you're straight or anything else, some people are just more open and willing to talk about, like, dating mm-hmm. and, like, who they're seeing and, like, I'm trying to date someone. Like, yeah. so, like even straight people, there's definitely a spectrum oh, no, I there. know, yeah, I know a, a big spectrum of people that, like, don't like to talk about their love life or anything and then people who openly tell anyone, like, yeah. who they most recently had sex with or, like, what they're doing right now. That's just... Exactly. But I think people expect gay people to maybe all be on one side yeah. of that for some reason. Mm-hmm. And I... Yeah. I agree. And I also think part of that comes from, like, what kind of gay people we see in the media and like during Mm. my time in college that shifted a lot but I don't know like a lot of people watch RuPaul's Drag Race and like that's their like Mm -hmm. perception that's what they know and I think I don't know I think like Orange is the New Black and like shows like that have kind of changed that a little but like back when I was in high school gay marriage wasn't legal yet and there was nothing like that on TV yeah I think especially because like when when people first think of the LGBTQA plus spectrum, they think of gay men, white yeah. gay men. Yeah. yeah. And that's what they imagine. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot more representation of like white gay, as some people would call twinks, yeah. <laughs> like in the media than any other. Well, I think because those are just like for entertainment value. I feel like, you know, those are the kind of people that are like most entertaining to watch. Mm -hmm. Like, if you look at, like, the new Queer Eye, which I think is a very good show, but it's also, like... I actually know nothing about that show. Yeah, well, a lot of the... A lot of... There's, like, five gay guys, and they go, like, get people makeovers. And the majority of them are that kind of stereotypical, like, flamboyant kind of person. Yeah. And they are definitely the ones that get talked about the most. And, like, Mm -hmm. it seems to me, maybe it's just because I am also the most entertained by them, like, get the most airtime on the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's also interesting because looking at, like, our family, there's a high percentage... You guys have so many gays in your family. uh, Queer people in our family. But, like, no one in our family 
is that person who's constantly talking about being gay or like mm-hmm. constant like there's no one in our family who's like that and even i guess the most quote unquote flamboyant of the queer people in our family is still not you know that person that you'd expect to see on repulse drag race yeah. or on queer eye like that sort of thing yeah and i think at least like for me looking like me i don't really ever see people that look like me in like mainstream media yeah like i'm first of all very average looking (laughs) so that's like the first problem um but like i'm trying to think of i guess like the only i don't know like the only people i can think of that like i could strongly relate to on tv were like um callie in arizona on um gray's anatomy and that was still even just like they're fancy doctors who have sex in closets. And, then, <laughs> and, like, how they got their child is just a very complicated situation. There were never people that I was like, oh, wow, those people are highly educated, and then they work a nice job, and then they have children and a dog. Because no one wants yeah. to make TV shows about Well, also, like, like if you look at the outfits that they put TV characters in, they're always so nice. Like, if mm-hmm. you look up, like, how to buy the same thing that someone's wearing like, on here's TV, this $500 jacket. It's, like, it's so expensive because... Even, you know, if it's, like, a kid in a high school in a show, like, they're dressed in, like, the most put... They're always super put together, super stylish. And it's, like, that's just not how most people are. Yeah. And, like, that's kind of how you dress. Right. And it's, like, it's, you're never going to see that on TV because people on TV, I think, feel like no one wants to see that. Right. Well, yeah. Also, the other show that I watched briefly was the L Word. L Word. Much too much nudity for my taste <laughs> show, but they all dress like super nice, and I'm like, but I'm just like so average. But like, what about a t-shirt? <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think one like I don't know. I watch a lot of like family vloggers on YouTube, and like mm-hmm. I love like like two mom family vloggers that wear like very regular clothes, <laughs> yeah. and they're like, we're going grocery shopping, and then I can be like, yeah, you're so cool. I'm I just al- like you. I also <laughs> go grocery shopping, like. Yeah. You're college educated, you're going to have a great job, or you do have a great job, and you're going to be so awesome. You won the Amazing Race Canada. <laughs> oh, okay, no, but they're, like, very beautiful. I'm, yeah. Maybe I'm a little biased. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like that's why YouTube is getting so popular now, though, is people like watching vloggers, because they're like, oh, that's, like, more normal and more, like, slightly mm-hmm. attainable. Yeah. yeah. There's a... Uh, couple that I recently found that they won the fourth season of The Amazing Race Canada and they're a lesbian couple and the one went to under they both went to undergrad in the US on softball scholarships because why else would Canadians go to undergrad? It's also just very gay of them. Anyway, um, what stereotypes? And the the one she went to law school um in the States too. Um and they're, I would say they probably dress considerably more feminine than I do, mm-hmm. but when they were, like, on the race and they were, like, not doing their hair and makeup or stuff, yeah. like, they dressed, like, how I would dress. Right. And, I, and like, I don't know. It was just nice to see. And, of course, it had to happen in Canada because that's where all the representation is and, like, yeah. Justin Trudeau, whatever. But <laughs> um, it was just, like, nice to see because I feel like at least – I don't think The Amazing Race is a very popular show, but... It's a great show. They always have, like, the stereotypical, like, gay couple. Yeah. And they're usually, like, two very squeaky-sounding white boys. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So it was just nice to see that. And they make YouTube videos, and I love watching them, and... Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. I also think this is jumping back to like two conversations ago, but I also think that like how you present yourself and how big of a role your sexuality plays in your life, you know, that you're going to surround yourself with people who are similar. Mm -hmm. And so like, if you're, you know, very flamboyant, very like, you know, I'm gay and it's great and I'm going to talk about it all the time. Like, you're going to be friends with those sorts of people. Because that's who you're going to meet at the places you go right. to talk about it. But if you are not like that, I feel like you're more likely to end up friends with people who may not necessarily have the same identity as you. Mm-hmm. Just because... Because I'm just thinking of, like, your closest friends. As far as I'm aware, they're all straight. Yeah. So, like, you know, if you're not going to be super out there about it, you're going to attract people who are also not super out there about it and maybe more likely to be straight in that because case. why would a straight person... Like, a sane straight person probably shouldn't be super out there about how straight they are. I'm straight! <laughs> That's yeah. just, like, a lot yeah. for me. <laughs> I don't know. Well, yeah. and I've told, like, when I, like, talk about my friends with, like, other, like, gay people, they're like, your three best friends are straight? And I'm like, yeah. Because yes. <laughs> I like them as, as people, and they're <laughs> yeah. really good people, and, like, yeah. Well, because, like, I know other ace people, but my, none of my closest friends, I mean, you're, you fall under the umbrella, but none of, none of my closest friends yeah. are straight up ace. Yeah. Most of them Which are Which is also, like, straight. it's just, like, a smaller community to find people in yeah that's true um kayla with our poll oh god yeah how much would you say you like talk about your sexuality yeah that's fair um what are what are the all the time yeah never not talking about it yeah um two two like like regularly like regularly up yeah regularly three um only if only if it's, like, relevant to the conversation. Yeah. And four, never. never. Yeah. All right. Cool. You can find that poll on our Twitter at SoundsFakePod. You can also find us on Tumblr, SoundsFakePod.tumblr.com. You can also email us, SoundsFakePod at gmail.com. Kayla, where can they listen? You can listen to anywhere you find your podcast, except Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Radio. Spotify. I'm going to keep calling them out until someone starts to riot and we get ourselves on Spotify. Okay. But anywhere you find your favorite podcast. Yep. Um, we also have a Patreon where you can give us money at patreon.com slash soundsfakepod. Our $2 patrons are Sarah Jones and Keith McBlain. Our $5 patrons are Jennifer Smart, Estrita of Winnicota, Austin Lay, Drew Finney, and Perry Fierro. And our $10 patrons are Emma Fink, you can find her on YouTube by looking at Emma T. Fink, and Tristan Call, who would like to promote their friend, Rationally Paranoid, on DeviantArt and Tumblr. Emily, is there anything you'd like to um, promote? I will be starting graduate school in the fall. And I'm going to be taking out a hefty amount of student loans. So if you would like to mail me any money, <laughs> like, um, you can uh, DM them on Twitter and they'll give you my address. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> that, I think, is the best self-promotion we've maybe ever had. That's, that was good. That was a um, good one. Do you want to promote any, any of your social media or no? I have a cooking Instagram. <laughs> That's wet. A while, but none of my friends know about it. I um, follow it. I, it's not very good, and I and I don't know how to take pictures of my food, but it's um, <laughs> it's 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 fake chef M F A K E C H E F E M, which made me mad because when we were little, uh, our mom never let anyone call her M, and then I was like Emily, why are you calling yourself M? Just to rebel, maybe. Uh-huh. Oh no, but now these people will know that my name is really Emily because on my Instagram it just says M because I don't want to be found. 
Emily is such a generic name. I know it's the most popular girl's name from 1996 okay. to 2012. Um, yeah, in the United States. <laughs> okay, well, you can find Emily <laughs> on Instagram at FakeChefM. Um, thank you for listening. Tune in. Thank you for also being on this pod. Forgot to say that part. Oh, you're welcome. You didn't even <laughs> feed me that well. Just chicken and a biscuit. They're crackers for those Because she's... She, all the food she has, I'm to be allergic fair, to. You're Emily's employed, allergic. and Sarah has zero money. Emily's allergic to corn, which makes things very complicated. Okay, not <laughs> relevant. Anyway, thank you for listening. Tune in next Sunday for more of us in your ears. Until then, take good care of your cows.